Welcome to Drawing Near, a verse-by-verse study of God's Word. Today on Drawing Near, we begin chapter 9 of the book of Revelation. We will witness the first woe that occurs with the sounding of the fifth trumpet. So take your Bible and turn to the Revelation of Jesus Christ chapter 9 and join us for The Abyss is Opened. As we prepare to study God's Word, let's pray together. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. So often your word brings peace and comfort. It provides solace for our hearts and our minds. As we begin to look at chapter 9, Father, this is a disturbing passage. And I pray that we would understand how your justness works together with your grace and mercy. You are not simply loving and good and kind, gracious and merciful but you are also just, righteous, and holy. You must and will punish sin. And all those who are punished for their sin are deserving of their condemnation, for they have rejected Jesus Christ as their Savior. Father, we pray that we would be encouraged to witness, to draw near to you, that we would pray for the lost, and, Lord, that we would understand these words that you provide for us today. Guide and direct us in our study, Lord. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In Revelation chapter 9, verse 1, we read these words. Then the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fallen from heaven to the earth. To him was given the key to the bottomless pit. In the previous eight chapters, at different times, we have seen different celestial bodies heavenly bodies, fall to the earth in God's judgment. But this star that falls from heaven to the earth is different. This is a person. This is an angel. It is likely the fallen angel, Satan. Jesus has said that he saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. And so John writes, I saw a star fallen from heaven to the earth, to him, to this person, was given the key to the bottomless pit. We saw earlier in our study of this book that Jesus has the key to the bottomless pit. So Jesus gives the key to the bottomless pit to Satan or Lucifer. And we're told in verse 2, And he opened the bottomless pit, and smoke arose out of the pit like the smoke of a great furnace. The smoke that arises out of the bottomless pit or the abyss, could represent several things. The smoke that John sees could represent the wrath or the judgment of God rising up out of the bottomless pit. Or it could represent the spiritual essence of the demonic forces that have been incarcerated in the bottomless pit. So the smoke comes out of this fiery pit like a great furnace, and it was so vast and dense that the sun and the air were darkened because of the smoke from the pit. We see that at the end of verse 2. Then in verse 3, we read, Then out of the smoke locusts came upon the earth. What John calls locusts here in verse 3 are not natural locusts. They're not the insects that we think of as locusts. And we can see that from their description and from their activity. They come out of this smoke, 
and are the result of the demonic activity that comes from the opening of the bottomless pit. And we are told, and to them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. In other words, to sting or to cause harm. Natural locusts can't sting like scorpions. Verse 4 says, They were commanded not to harm the grass of the earth, or any green thing, or any tree. So evidently some time has passed from the prior judgments, and grass has grown back on the earth, and things have greened up to the point where these locusts are commanded not to harm the green vegetation. But they were permitted to cause harm. We are told at the end of verse 4, they were not to harm any green thing, but only those men who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads. If you will recall back in chapter 7, the 144,000 received the seal of God on their foreheads. So these locusts, who are given power like scorpions of the earth have power, were only allowed to cause harm to men, but only those men who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads. And according to verse 5, they were allowed to harm them, but they were not allowed to kill them. Verse 5 says, and they were not given authority to kill them, but to torment them for five months. Their torment was like the torment of a scorpion when it strikes a man. In those days, men will seek death and will not find it. They will desire to die and death will flee from them. And so this is the judgment that these locusts, which have the power of scorpions, of natural scorpions, are permitted to torment men. They can harm men. They can sting them, make them sick, cause them intense pain, and they're allowed to do this for five months. Now, many have noted that the five-month period that is given here correlates with the five-month lifespan of a natural locust. Whether that's the reference here or not, I don't know. But their torment is allowed to afflict mankind those not sealed with the seal of God on their foreheads, for five months, and it's so intense that men will seek death. They will try to die. They not only will desire, but they'll seek it, and they will not find it. They cannot get relief by dying, and death is preferable to the suffering that they are experiencing. Beginning in verse 7, we get a description of these locusts. And this is more evidence that these locusts are demons or have a demonic origin stemming from the abyss being opened. In verse 7 we read, The shape of the locusts was like horses prepared for battle. On their heads were crowns of something like gold, and their faces were like the faces of men. They had hair like women's hair, and their teeth were like lion's teeth and they had breastplates like breastplates of iron, and the sound of their wings was like the sound of chariots with many horses running into battle. Verse 10 says, They had tails like scorpions, and there were stings in their tails. Clearly, John had never seen anything like what he was witnessing here. And so rather than tell us what these things are, he describes them by comparing them to other things. They were shaped like horses prepared for battle. On their heads were crowns of something like gold. Their faces were like the faces of men, 
They had hair like women's hair. Their teeth were like lion's teeth. They had breastplates like breastplates of iron. The sound of their wings was like the sound of chariots. You get the idea here. They had tails like scorpions. They didn't have scorpion tails. They had tails that were like scorpions, similar to scorpions. John is trying with all that he can to relate what he is seeing, and what he is seeing is something he's unfamiliar with. And so that's further evidence that these things are demonic. Then we are told at the end of verse 10, their power was to hurt men five months. We are told that a second time. Praise God, this torment was going to end. It wasn't going to continue indefinitely. Then verse 11, it says, And they had as king over them the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon, but in Greek he has the name Apollyon. The word Abaddon means destruction. The word Apollyon means destroyer. So the king over them is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name is destruction and destroyer. And so these demonic entities are going to plague and harass, torment mankind for five months. They will desire to die, but death will flee from them. In verse 12, we are told, One woe is past. Behold, still two more woes are coming after these things. There's no relief. The judgment of God is unrelenting. It takes on various forms, but it continues to increase in intensity. Thank God the church will not be here. Father in heaven, we ask that you will guide and direct our hearts in the understanding of these things, then in worshiping you and serving you in light of our knowledge of these things. May our worship become more intense, more passionate, May our hearts be filled more with love and awe for who you are and for your ways. Guide and direct us, Father, in all righteousness. Guide and direct us in the straight path of service in Christ. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. Shepherd us, Lord. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.